This next series we're calling Light. You know, a light in your rearview mirror can be a very scary thing. A light on your dashboard can tell you something's wrong with your car. Your headlights on your car can point the way and show you what's up ahead. When light spreads out into a room like this, it brightens up the whole room. When light is focused in like a laser, it can cut and it can purify and it can heat. Light can bring hope to the darkest of nights. Even the darkest of nights, no matter how bad you think it is, there's always the light of day. Light, when we have bright, sunshiny days, it just makes us feel better. It's great. It's beautiful. It's bright. Just like when we walk into a house that's full of light, it seems like there's more life there. And our brains really do respond differently when we have to stay in darkness than when we get to be exposed to light. Light is how God revealed himself to Moses in the burning bush. Light is how God led the Israelites out of Egyptian captivity into the promised land. And light is what God put in the sky in the form of a star that the wise men followed to find the baby Jesus. That's why we're calling this next series Light, because light is a big theme, literally and figuratively, in the Bible. Thousands of years ago, in fact, before the Bible was even written, mankind worshipped light. They saw the sun. It was big. It was awesome. So they worshipped it. They saw the moon. It was lit up and beautiful and awesome. So they worshipped it. They saw the stars lit up. So they worshipped them. And then the Bible writers come along and say, no, 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 no. Don't worship the light. Worship the creator of the light. And that's what God did in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was empty, a formless mass cloaked in darkness. And the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over its surface. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that it was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. Light and darkness can't be in the same place at the same time. God's quest is to chase away the darkness. God's quest is to shine a light in our lives and in the world in such a way that it chases away the darkness. God turned the lights on. He got the whole thing started. He came up with the idea of light. He is light. And when God said, let there be light, he made a correction in the darkness. That's why the Christmas story is so special, because that's when God said, I'm going to send my son from heaven to earth to be a light to those people. I'm going to send my son from heaven to earth to rescue the people who are living in darkness. Do you ever meet anybody you just think they're in the dark? They don't get it all. The jokes fly over the top of their head. They are in the dark. A lot of people are in the dark about poverty. A lot of people are in the dark about how to make a marriage work. A lot of people are in the dark about how to make relationships meaningful. A lot of people are in the dark about how to make their finances work. A lot of people are in the dark about how to be the right kind of parent. A lot of people are in the dark about what we should feed our minds with, what we should put inside of us. A lot of people live their lives 
in the dark. A prophecy about Jesus Christ that was in Luke chapter 1, just before he was born. Zechariah, who was the father of John the Baptist, said this, Because of God's tender mercy, the light from heaven is about to break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. Jesus came to give light to people who live in darkness, and that's why he came to earth. You know, Christmas time reveals a lot about us. It illuminates a lot. Sometimes at Christmas, when you get around family and friends, you start to see a whole other side of people. Sometimes the Christmas season tells the people around you what you really think it's all about. Whether you think it's about shop, 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 get, 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 or you understand that it's a season to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the light of heaven who came to earth. This year, this series we're going through called Light is going to illuminate some things in your life. And I hope it does for every person in here. Because God's desire, God's nature is to chase away the darkness, to bring people out of darkness into light. In John chapter 8, verse 12, listen what Jesus said. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't be stumbling around in the darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Maybe you've never taken that step across the line and said, I want to give my heart and life completely to Jesus Christ. Maybe you at one time were in the light and now your marriage or your finances or your career or your morality or your conduct has gotten you in the dark and you've started to stumble. Maybe some things aren't going well in your life because you're stumbling around in the dark. And Jesus Christ said, I came so you don't have to stumble. I came so you don't have to just stumble through life. I came to light the path. I came to turn on the light and put some reality into your life so you can see the things that need to change. You know, light brings reality. When we shine a light in areas of our lives where we're stumbling, all of a sudden reality hits us in the face. My kids, like most kids, were scared of the dark. And our oldest was really scared of the dark. One night she came in, three or four years old, she came in and she was scared to death and she had a terrible nightmare and she wanted somebody to come back and get in bed with her. So I go, I rub her back, I, I talk to her and finally I think she's back to sleep and I'm tiptoeing out of the room, you know, you've all done that and it's like, please stay asleep, please stay asleep. And just the time I get to the door is, Daddy, could you turn on the light? like, sure. And then I turn on the light to show her, in fact, there was not a shark in the room that was about to eat her. Light exposes reality. And a lot of us are at a place in our lives where we need to flip on the switch and see what's around or see what's not around. Flip on the switch to our hearts and see what's going on. That's why this Christmas story is so important because the light of heaven came down to earth And Jesus grew up to say, I am the light of the world. I'm the light that brings reality to your life. So if you're stumbling around, come to me because I'm that light that's going to bring reality to whatever's going on in your life. There's a few things that light does. Light exposes. Light shows where we need to give attention. 
When I choose to get into the light and follow Christ with my life, it will expose things, things I need to change, things I need to adjust, things I need to stop doing, things I need to start doing. And today, many of you walked in here dealing with stuff that you need to expose to the light, things that are in your heart and mind and maybe something even that you're doing that just needs to be exposed to the light of God. Light also guides When the Israelites were finally freed from Egyptian slavery and Pharaoh and the Egyptians let them go and they took out across the desert, God wanted them to be able to travel 24-7 because he knew that Pharaoh and the Egyptians were going to come after them. So the longer they could travel, the faster they could go and get Egypt behind them, it'd be less likely that Pharaoh would catch them. So God provided in the sky a pillar of fire so they could go by day or by night. And in Exodus 13 verse 22, it says, At night, God provided a pillar of fire to give them light so they could travel by day or by night. The light God provided gave them direction. They wouldn't have had direction otherwise. Camels don't have headlights on them. So the only chance they had to travel at night was to travel by the light of God. Do you feel directionless in your life? Is there something going on in your life or you're going through a difficult time where you feel directionless? You don't know which way to turn. You don't know what the answer is. Well, just like the Israelites were directionless without the light of God, so are you. So is your life. And only when we let the light of God guide us can we find direction. Light is also a symbol in the darkness. When the Israelites were traveling around for 40 years in the desert, they wanted to worship God, so they built the tabernacle. The difference in the tabernacle and the temple, the tabernacle is like portable church, a lot like us. You know, they set it up, tore it down, it was a tent. And in the tabernacle, they had to have these lamps filled with oil that burned all the time. And the reason they did that is so they could remember and never forget the light that God led them out of slavery by. The light that shined in the sky that let them find direction on what otherwise would have been a dark night. And God wants us to use His light to guide us through a directionless life. Light shines as a symbol of God's faithfulness. Just like it did to the Israelites, it does the same thing for us. When they were in the light, they were in the presence of God. And it's the same thing for us when we're in the light. We're in the presence of God. But you know what happens a lot of times? We try to make up our own light. We try to light our own light. You know what we end up doing in life? We have the light of God available to us anytime we want to walk into the light where He is and live in His light. If we're directionless, if we're stumbling through life, at any time we can walk into the light of God and live there. Anytime. But you know what we end up doing? We end up going through life trying to make our own light. You know, we get the great job. Hey, that's a big thing. That's, that's a big deal. We got the, the great job going on and, and the income we, we thought we would never have. And that light burns bright for a while and we're able to do stuff we never thought we could do. And, and we're fulfilled for a time. And then all of a sudden the light that we made begins to go out and dim. And before you know it, we're back stumbling in the dark again. And then, maybe you're single, and you finally land the girl. You finally land the guy. And life, all of a sudden, has meaning it never had before. And now, there's a light. 
and your life is lit up and you're excited and things are going great. You'd never thought it could be this good. And all of a sudden that light starts to dim because it's a light you created. And before you know it, that light goes out and you're back in the darkness. When instead, what we should do is everything in our lives should be lived in the light of God. And God says, come into the light. It's not us saying, hey God, come over here. Come over here to me. Come over here and light it up. No, God says, come and get into my light and stop trying to create your own light because my light will help you get through the darkness. My light will make you stop stumbling. My light will give you direction and it never ever goes out. It burns as bright a hundred years from now as it's burning today. Get in the light of God. And another thing we can do when we're in the light of God, we can take that light and spread it to the entire world and let them know there's a light of hope because many, many years ago, Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago, came to earth to be a light. And we can take that, when we're in His light, we can take that to the rest of the world. May you live your life in the light of God this holiday season.